Hello, everybody. Welcome to Just About Sonic Talk 630, which was kind of postponed from last week. I decided to take the week off. It was a bit slow and it was hot and I was had other stuff to do. doesn't happen very often. I haven't had a holiday. I'm unlikely to have one because I'm not going anywhere like everybody else. Well, welcome anyway. This is Sonic Talk. This is the music technology podcast. Uh, we like to talk about stuff that's to do with music production, music creation, uh, music performance, recording, all of the things and the technology that are around it. You know, we'll get round to talking about it probably at some point. I want to say hello and welcome to everybody. Uh, we are streaming live on YouTube, we're streaming on Facebook, and we're also streaming on Twitch, where you can get the pre-show. And for a, just for a, just for kicks, I'm streaming to BandLab, uh, but I'm afraid I don't know what the URL is for that. So if you're watching us on there for the first time, I might get it together to do it better. Um, but um, sadly, I haven't have time this week. So what is Sonic Talk? Yes, well, I've already explained that, haven't I? But I'm sure it's very hot where you are, because right here, it is absolutely boiling and has been for ages and maybe we'll get a thunderstorm maybe we won't who knows but in the meantime we can say hello to our friends uh isotope i want to say thank you very much to them for joining us uh, and providing us with a competition prize we've got stutter edit 2 as a competition prize uh, so a bit more information about that halfway through the show. And also, uh, Moog, I uh, want to tell you about we're doing a Q&A. In fact, I could do that here, couldn't I? I could just press the button and I'll do it again later as well. We're doing a Q&A with Moog. I did the Matriarch review, which was published this week. Uh, tomorrow at 7 o'clock, we've got a live Q&A uh, with uh, hopefully Amos Gaines and Mark Crowley mm. uh, about the kind of heritage and the electronics and the design stuff that went into the Matriarch. And hopefully they might tell me how to do some cool patching. So if you're watching elsewhere, uh, subscribe to YouTube or just make, get, get over to our YouTube channel and it's one of the upcoming events and we'll be able to show you that as well. So that would be cool. Uh, anyway, we'll say hello to some guests because we've got a full compliment this week. I, I know I let some of them down uh, by cancelling at the last minute last week, but... I don't know if any of you were going to be on. I can't remember. Charles Chicky Reeves. I don't know if you were, but... Oh, look at you with your new camera. That's nice. What did you get? Uh, well, uh, I'm actually using Hero 4. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, I've got a, I have a bunch of GoPros, but, um, but I'm using this one because it has the lowest delay time. That's true. They do, yes. They're much better yeah. for that sort of thing. Charles yeah. Chicky Reeves, of course, there in your studio, chickyandcoco.com. I think you've got material out, uh, yes. production work, mixing work. I know you're very mm -hmm. busy, which is kind of good in these, you know, you've sussed out the remote working method that suits your, your gig. So good for you. Have, you, uh, have yeah. you had any time off in this heat or are you stuck in the, uh, literally stuck to the chair? Literally stuck to the chair, and uh, in fact, there may be maybe many moments on camera today in which I am wiping my face with a towel because it's so hot. <laughs> so I've been living in this country just long enough that that to me anything over twenty five Celsius is really quite hot. When I first came here, I thought everyone was being weak. You know, it'd be thirty degrees, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's boiling." But you know, now I'm I've you've totally acclimatized down. It's I think part of it's because. AC is just such a rarity over here. Yeah, uh, and it, not, well, not mean electricity, meaning air conditioning. Yeah, <laughs> we run DC <laughs> in this country. That's yeah. Right. Uh, uh, well, Charles, oh. uh, I mean, I was probably it must be in the high thirties. London has been the hot spot uh, for a lot of the stuff, which is whereabouts you are. So you must be in yeah. humidity. I think it's 30, thirty-three right now. Oh, okay. So Res Respite. What are, yes, exactly. what are you moaning about? Well, I'm moaning on your behalf, actually. So, yes. but yes, lovely to have you, Charles, as Good as ever. And uh, we also have Mr. Ty Unwin, who's there. If he doesn't move too much, his image won't pixelate because he's having internet connection issues. But 
You've got a super fast broadband coming, so we'll stick with you. How are you, Ty? Media composer? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm hot and I'm sweaty and sticking and fed up, but with the heat. But um, what makes it even worse, because I'm having such issues with the uh, internet, the studio with aircon, I can't get an internet. The bedroom, which has got aircon, I can't get an internet. And so I'm in the one place in the house that doesn't have aircon. And, oh, no. <laughs> What a trooper. What can we say? I, I mean, you know, you you will be rewarded in uh, technology heaven, I'm sure. <laughs> but I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I, I hate that. I'm, look, we've had this conversation so many times. I hate the heat. I absolutely yeah. hate it. Proper um, Anglo-Saxon, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, all, is, all, is all is good. I'm still doing what I was doing the last time we spoke, which is basically just listening to lots of monitors. And they're all here, and they're all in the studio, so, and they're all set up. So I'm spending hours and days just trying to do the right thing. Wow, um, figure out. Wow, okay, well, that's a great luxury to be able to have, to be able to listen to oh, that great. data, it's yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it's really good. So, where so I've you, narrowed it down. Oh, you narrowed it down, okay. Uh, so where, what, what's, your, what's your top three or top two or top one at the moment? Well, I've narrowed it down from at the moment, the top two, as I, like I said before, so it's the PSI's A25Ms with a 22.5 subs and then the key threes with the BXTs. They're, they're, the, they're the two. And then I'm comparing it to the ones I've already got, which are Barefoots and K&Hs. And, and I've set up this fancy... It's actually the most... It's the, the one way you'd never use. I was trying to get an, an, a quick audio. Into, oh, okay. We'll go into the whole thing after. All right. Basically, I've okay. Stripped, I stripped down the studio. I've stripped down the studio. It's very boring. If you want to know, I'll tell you. Otherwise, move on to gas. Okay. I appreciate that. We'll, we'll, we'll see how we do for topics, but I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll come back to you. That's no problem. Uh, and, of course, we have Mr. Gaz Williams, who's, uh, I'm sure, is also yeah. incredibly heated because um, you're in an attic. Uh, and, mm -hmm. as we know, they tend to accumulate heat. Uh, but, Gaz, how have you been doing? How's everything going? Good. And, I mean, well, yeah. Um, so people who've been watching my forays into Eurorack um, that I do on my show, which I am going to do tonight, by the way, at 8pm, uh, something happened today. Look, things arrived. It's full again. And oh, this, 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 and this all came today. And I've only literally put them in. So they're like, uh, these are like um, chaos devices. Um, and then there's uh, <laughs> the expert sleeper, What's it now? The Super Disting EX. Oh, okay. That's super, the latest one, isn't it? Cool. Yeah, I can do. And so one thing I've tried, you can do polyphonic sampling, um, you know, eight voices, but you can do round robin and um, velocity switch sort of multi-samples on there. Yeah. Now, so, <laughs> now I literally have just plugged it all in. Uh, and, uh, and you're going to so. demo it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that, especially the disting. I mean, the disting right. is deep as you like, and it's got. I mean, it's the display's yeah. bigger, but it is. It's about as small as a font mm -hmm. as possible to be on an LCD. I think. Yeah, God. But I mean, these uh, these uh, chaos devices are pretty cool. The Zadar, look at this. The, the Zadar. You've got uh, all these envelopes, and you've got tons of envelope shapes. Oh, let me just see if I can reach there. Wow. Okay. Mm. Loads and loads and loads, and then you can you can warp them and make them last ages. All sorts of all sorts of interesting stuff. So yes, 
if so you want to see me into that. make a comp- so straight so just <laughs> yeah. just plug it so 8 p.m tonight you're doing a show have you got any guests yeah. on or are you just doing a, a kind no of I, I thought to be honest I, because i've got these things i'm just gonna just i'm going to kind of uh just do like a bit of a learning uh <laughs> yeah so there's a thrilling thing for people to uh to tune into but well, uh I, should I, be fun because can so, I just say, if no one's seen one of Desi's shows, honestly, you have to see it, just because it is it is literally mayhem. And exactly as he's just described it, you're watching somebody, somebody learn how to do everything. That's what it's like. And it's, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It's very entertaining. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, thank you. But the uh, you know chat room is just so glorious and it's so helpful <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> <Excellent>. patient <laughs> oh well that sounds good i mean i'm glad i'm glad to hear that i mean that sounds like a lot of fun i mean where mm. shall we start i suppose we should do some topics and i'm going to post this i'm going to try and be up together and post the links in timely fashion into the chat rooms i mean the big news is uh yeah we've got no nam or no physical nam the nam nam is no, not happening in california or in anaheim it's going to be the believe in music week which is uh, january the 18th uh it's going to be a virtual thing we, i mean we don't really know all that much more about it i mean basically uh we'll feature a mix of comprehensive programming and professional education believe in music.tv as well as interactive market marketplace all designed to elevate innovation and inspiration found across the country. I have no idea what shape it's going to take yet. I mean, you know, one thing I will say, um, well done for going this early and change, because I must admit, internal discussions here, we thought they're going to leave it till, you know, November. They're going to pretend like it's nothing, you know, everything's all right, and then they'll just go, oh, right, we need to do something. But they've obviously just kind of grasped it and decided, right, we need to go. But this is a big, I mean, this is a big, big shift. There's, it raises all kinds of questions for all of us. You know, Nam for us, I mean, I, I know that, you know, Gaz and myself, have been together. Uh, Ty, we nearly got Ty to come along once, but it, it worked out. It just didn't work out. Charles, I don't think we've ever yeah. seen you at NAM. I mean, but crikey, I mean, it's the biggest event of the year. I mean, uh, and not an inconsiderable revenue stream for us as well with all the sort of sponsorships and stuff. So this is quite a big shift. I mean, and I don't know what we're going to end up with. I, I guess I'll come to you. You've been. So, you know, I mean, mm. we've been t- we have, this is a perennial discussion. What's the shape going to be like in the future? But this is a big one, right? Yeah. It is, and I mean, gosh, uh, uh, it's. I mean, obviously, Nam is for the manufacturers such an important date because it's at the beginning of the of the year. It kind of, uh, I guess, from the industry point of view, all of the you know, apart from the stuff that we see, there's so many meetings and so many sort of sales things that go on. There's all sorts of stuff. Uh, so it not happening is going to throw the whole industry into into a, a bit of turmoil. However, I mean, you know, it does, it doesn't, I think the, the stuff that, that you did with the, the super booth home edition stuff does mean that, um, <laughs> people should call, come calling to Sonic state, I think for, uh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, but, uh, <laughs> maybe so, maybe so. I mean, I'll, I'll come back to that in a bit because I think there may be some other mm. wider ramifications. I mean, Charles, as we've seen, you know, the, the world, the international situation, you know, that has accelerated rapidly any kind of trends that we were considering maybe more mid to long term. I mean, do you yeah. think this is one of them? Do you think that's it? Or do you think people will uh, come back? Because, I mean, that's going to have ramifications for you guys. I mean, it's music performances kind of fall into similar categories, right? 
Yeah, I, I, certainly the the performance industry is just taking a major hit. Which, by the way, I should mention for anybody who doesn't know, there was a big uh, thing last night here. Well, actually, all over the UK, the We Make Events, um, sort of not protest, but just uh, just to Demo. raise awareness. Sorry. Yeah, demo. I remember that, that um, was it. A bunch. Of, there was a one. A lot of people pushing flight cases as one part of it. I seem to. Have, I yeah. saw some photos. Yeah. And last night, last night in in all the, I think in at least in all the major cities, there were, you know, thousands of people out uh, in honor of this, and some live performances and stuff. But I I, I do think I, I think the live performance stuff will come back. I think even even shows like Nam will come back. But uh, it's just figuring out how to do it right now. Yeah, uh, I, know, I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, honestly, you, it, Nam happens right in the middle of flu season. So, you know, it's like I'm not I'm not equating COVID with flu, but, you know, there but it's there are there are workarounds, you know, and, and I think just in the future for live events and so forth, people are just going to be a lot more or not just in live events, even in the daily interactions. They're just going to be a lot more. Hygienic. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. So. Maybe so. You just have to be careful. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know, Ty, I, I think personally what maybe, you know, I, I was talking to uh, a guy called Russ Hughes, who's uh, PR, runs a big PR company, and he was saying, you know, maybe manufacturers will just stop trying to hit the NAM deadline and they'll just release stuff when it's ready and then that will be that, you know, because that's going to change. Well, I, yeah, I think it will change. And I don't think, I think exactly as Gaz said, when you look at the way that, every, you know, kind of you guys did with... Um, super booth and whatever what a, a great job that was and i compare it with previous years when it was normal um uh did i did i admit did i personally as a punter looking in did i see it any different or miss it not in the slightest i'll be honest with you if i'm totally honest with you from a punter looking in from the outside i think what you did actually worked was actually worked better than you know Right. From the outside, I'm sure. Obviously, when you're there, it's not that way at all. But I, having, I mean, I'd be honest with you. I kind of avoid trade shows, not deliberately, yeah. but I just kind of not your thing. Not, not my thing. No, um, but I get the impression because obviously I know lots of people that have to go to all of them. That as much as it is for launching gear and whatever, it's as much. Uh, I'm not saying a jolly, but it's as because there's a lot of hard work going on. But it's as much for the social interaction and the personal side of it as much as it is for the gear side of it. And I think, like we've said, really, I think at this moment in time, the whole personal dynamic across the, for everyone across the world in every way, state and whatever, is, is changed so fundamentally that that's, that's, we've got to get this rid of all this before we can go back to doing that. And I think so. I think, as everyone said, it will. Nam will come back, but I don't. It's obviously not going to be next year. I think it probably won't be the year after. I think it'll gradually start coming back, and whether it'll actually come back exactly the same, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think it will. And I think it's the same for live music. I mean, like all of us, I want live music to be back as soon as possible. But I'm being very realistic about it, and also I know people at certain big. Um, organizations that 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 make it happen and they're all turning around and basically just saying we're we're, we're postponing stuff till october november december but we know that's not going to happen and they're basically talking about it's going to be well into you know they're talking about autumn next year before it starts to even get some sense of 
being feasible and then back to as it was, we're talking a long time. And I think you either fight it or you have to just ex- accept it. I think yeah. the problem will be, as they've been demonstrating exactly as Chicky said, that the, the problem's going to be the infrastructure, all those people that actually make it happen, all the back, the you know, the, 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 the people at the back of the stage what are they going to do? You know, they can't just hang on forever in, a, in, a, in companies that just can't have nothing to do. They're going to have to go elsewhere. And so it's all right saying, okay, we'll, we'll start the gigs again in three months' time, but there's not the infrastructure to make that happen for, you know, unless they're careful. I mean, I, again, it's that don't start me off on the whole government thing. I mean, we all of our, all the countries have their own problems with their governments, but I mean, our lot are making such a balls up of everything and this side of things is just another example of they have no idea what they've got until when it goes uh, they'll they'll suddenly realize what they've lost and um yeah i think so well and i think the thing is is what's Mm. gonna happen the longer it goes on in many ways we'll have innovation and we'll have adaptation you know like say for instance by the time if 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 for instance nam didn't happen the year after two years of that cycle people will be going you know what i've i've invested in some streaming gear myself you know as a manufacturer i don't really need to go there it's very expensive you know there are there are there are going to be a lot of people who go well maybe i don't need to do that you know so there's going to be a change and it's going to happen very rapidly i think guys you said i think the one thing yeah we sorry i think the one one thing you also just like just like i know i'm sure we all have i mean i've spoken to people in some of the uh, the, you know, the, the gear organization, some quite high up people. And business-wise, most of them have actually said the whole lockdown thing for them business-wise has actually been really good. They've sold more gear. Yeah, um, for, for now. Yeah, for now. For now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Obviously, but not the live side, the studio side. The live, the live gear just stopped. But the studio side of gear, they've done really well mm. in terms of sales. And that's basically with nothing happening. And so it's at some stage, they will actually kind of go, hang on a minute, things things have changed. And I think certain things will have to change, as you said, and it's just a lot of things we do because that's the way we've done it for decades. And I think what this has had done is make some people, some companies are gonna have to sit up and go, well, we don't have to do it that way anymore. And it's yeah. not do it because of habit, if yeah. that makes well, sense. Well, I think you're yeah. right. So mm-hmm. actually, yeah, and the point I was gonna say is that we've seen that Roland have kind of decided to make their own launch for new products in September. September. Yeah. They've been doing that for and a couple of they years. They do that years. for a couple of years. Oh, you know, and, and and pretty much at NAM they don't have anything new to show. They just have the stuff that or, or rather to announce new stuff at NAM. And that they've been doing it all entirely virtually, haven't they? Those uh, those those Roland launches are all done, you know, sort of as a yeah. internet-based thing rather than a physical thing. So, and I Well, they're, they're probably, probably closer. Had... Yeah, they're probably closer to it than, than they did. But, I mean, again, the yeah. thing is, is with what, what's yeah. happening with companies like, like Roland actually make a lot of the gear that the people that they hire to do the live streaming events for them use to do it for them, which is a really weird kind of uh, scenario. I mean, now I presume they're going to be equipping all their kind of product specialists with home setups or, or at least uh, encouraging them to invest themselves in it so they can produce content for the Roland 
you know, machinery and, you know, whatnot. I suppose that's going to... So all of that is going to change. You're absolutely right. But it's hard. And the challenge is how you replicate this sense of an event. You know, like I was saying, they have this concept of maybe we could have an audience, you know, here via Zoom who are, uh, you know, are closer to us than everybody else is streaming so that they're, they're a kind of interactive wall of people. Or so. I don't know. I'm just throwing ideas out there. So we'll have to see. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's big news, and I think it's going to be a big... Sorry, who was that? That was that. I was cheeky. I just want to add in one thing. I mean, it, this is, sounds terribly self-promotion on my part, but uh, starting in about three weeks, I'm actually going to start having bands perform out here in my open space and, and with maybe a tiny audience, depending upon the whole COVID situation. But, um, but from now on, I'm just going to start doing shows on my own because I tried to... Tried to wait for the for a tour to come in or something like that. I was like, well, I got all the gear, so I'm actually starting to do shows from here. Yeah, that's well, that's a, that's a smart idea, you know, and I think that, like I say, it's it, it, with it, where there's a vacuum, there should be some sort of innovation, and, and, and that's what else, what's inevitably going to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, that'll be exciting. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say again? I, I said, I'll come. Somebody says, <laughs> fair, Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It'd be great. I, what I'm going to do is I've actually, I've got my space is about seven meters by 10 meters. So I'm just going to have a band, free booze, you know, and serve a little I'll bit of food. I'll be there. What time? Stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have, you guys are all invited, of course. Uh, so, can I come and play? Yeah, can but, I come and play? Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to, the, the show is actually going to be live at Chicken Coco's. So there you go. Right. Oh, yeah. ah, okay. Right. Well, we. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure that that was a planned announcement, but <laughs> no, no, no. It isn't. It isn't. But I. I will talk to you about it more, Nick. Because yeah, I didn't absolutely. Want to talk to you about it anyway. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, well. Um, yeah. So I mean, you know, changes afoot. I mean, which kind of links us onto another topic. But before we do that, I'm going to just uh, mention, as I did at the top of the program. Uh, if you notice, we did our Moog Matriarch, uh, Moog Matriarch review came out on Monday, and uh, encourage you to try that out uh, or certainly check it out. I mean, it, it's a very Moogy Moog, and there's something about it that makes it sound much more authentically kind of vintage than than other stuff, perhaps from Moog. I'm gonna, anyway, but it's it's a great instrument, so I, I, I'm not I'm not a shill for that. It's like that's really cool. But we're going to do a, a live Q and A uh, with a couple of uh, engineers tomorrow night at seven o'clock uh, via YouTube only. So uh, do come along. There'll be guys in the chat room. They'll be there. You can ask us questions. I'm going to ask them questions. I might ask them a little bit about uh, what we can do in terms of. Uh, well, I was I was thinking I was going to ask about maybe. Um, some patching ideas because the the you once you start kind of getting inside something like that, there are all sorts of possibilities. So join us tomorrow, uh, August the thirteenth. That is, if you're watching the show after the event, but it'll be online afterwards, seven p.m. and it's going to be live. So I'm 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 quite I'm quite nervous. I've only sound checked one of the participants so far, so I'm hoping we get a chance to uh, deal with that. But tomorrow, seven p.m. Do do join us, and uh, we will uh, get on with that. Right. Okay. I think maybe the next thing to do, and I know this was a bit of a long shot because I didn't bring this, but this kind of um, Actually, we'll come. We'll come back to that in a minute. Let's let's have a look at the big update for the TRAS because we were talking about Roland. And uh, so, Roland announced OS two for the TRAS, which adds a whole Hello, bunch I'm of from Roland, and this is the FM voices S two firmware update. 
So what is it exactly? Well, the 2.0 update is actually a massive step for the TR8S because it now comes with an entirely new FM sound engine. So this lets you create and manipulate sounds in a completely new way. It has several new sounds in each category, including even melodic ones. So let's check a few of them out. So I'm going to start with a kick right here. Some snares. Percussion. Some hi-hats. And finally, just... As I always say, I'm not going to play the whole thing. Um, but <laughs> this is very interesting. Uh, and I'll tell you why it's interesting. Because me and Gaz have just reviewed the MC1, uh, MC707, which is a similar concept. I mean, it's different because it's got more expand. Yeah. But this, we noticed a few a few kind of uh, electronisms, so shall we say, yep. in the working way. And this, mm -hmm. what they've done with this is they've added this kind of concept of machines. So you can have this FM machine, and I believe that the, the knobs then affect, so you get parameter tweaks for each yeah. of those voices. And it just seems like uh, really, the Roland are really starting to, because previously Roland, you know, very much, it's the Betamax VHS debate. You know, that it's the Roland way, everybody else does it their way, we do it our way, and that's, mm -hmm. the, that's the way it goes. And it seems to me that whoever it is that's kind of driving the development is starting to take notes. And there's nothing wrong with kind of utilising these these uh, industry norms. We see it in DAWs all the time, you know, these features that become parity across all kinds of platforms just because that's what people get used to. And this seems to me a kind of step in that direction to a degree. And that's, I find that quite fascinating. Um, Gaz, I mean, we did the MC707, yeah. which is coming up shortly. This is this is uh -huh. quite an interesting, This uh, you know, this is an interesting idea. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You mentioned electron thing there, and and the model samples in particular. Sorry, the model cycles in particular. Uh, this seems like they've really paid a lot, a lot of attention to what electron are doing, and I noticed that in a bunch of the updates for the seven hundred seven as well, which I thought was straight sort of direct influences of electron's way of doing things. So that's kind of, I think that's quite interesting. Um, but I mean, it does also elevate the uh, the the tr uh, the the TRAS to be a real contender in the drum machine market. You know, I think we've got drum machines available now that are just the best drum machines that have ever been made, in in my opinion. Um, and you know, this kind of definitely steps up as as a, as a contender, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, because I, I thought it, I thought it sounded great when I've used one in the past. Uh, but this now just 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 takes it into this completely much more exciting uh, direction. Um, but I think what Roland have really really done, and we do talk about this in the in our little seven oh seven feature, though, is um, yeah, they've definitely have adapted to modern modern idioms. Um, and yeah, and sorry, just to go on about the electron thing though, it, it just does kind of show that electron have been sort of the movers and shakers really in in this area. In you know, so for Roland to kind of capitulate to that way of doing stuff because, like things like parameter step, parameter locking, yeah. and and and, well, the like. and the way that they um, do the parameter locking is very important because. It's if there isn't one, there is no parameter. Whereas a lot of people do it that you, if you change a parameter on step two, step one will be whatever it was before. And that's just like, no, not that way. You has to, you end up with these kind of, if you're trying to get a filter sweep and you end up up here and then step one is down here, it doesn't interpolate, it, it, it just gets in a terrible mess. Right. But yeah. I, yeah. And, um, you know, also, I mean, I don't know if um the tr8 has had any love in 
recent years, but we have seen um, in this IRA era. Like, no, not of, that way. Oh, you have to end up with these kind of. If you're trying to get a filter. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> I didn't know quite what you meant then. <laughs> so that was like a kind of delayed interjection. You know, I was talking about something else that came up. Anyway, carry on. Sorry, yeah, Gaz. Gosh, no. Uh, we have seen in this IRA era of Roland um, some really significant updates coming out to their products, uh, which was something that Roland never used to be very good at. Uh and, and and this is like a free update again, isn't it, for people who've already got it? And uh, it's a little bit like a, a bit like a, well, big gift really for. Um, and I imagine that a lot of people who've been on the sort of fence about it will uh, will 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 jump on this because it does really open up the creative directions enormously. Well done, Roland, on this. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, and I think it's cool. I mean, what's interesting, I, I mean, just as an aside, the MC707 is about 750. Uh, the, uh, the TRAS is about uh, 550. Uh, yet mm. you get the full Zencore engine and sampling. I'm wondering, you know, there's a bit of crossover there, but we'll get on to that. I know, uh, Ty... I know that you're, uh, you're sorry. That was perfect timing. At least it wasn't something kind of you know really, really uh, uh, you know dodgy. Pepsi Max. All right. See if, I'll see if we can get a sponsorship deal. I bet they pay better than anybody else. But uh, but uh, so Ty, um, you, I know you're a big drum machine fan. You know you have you or you've certainly had loads oh. of drum machines. I mean, uh, have you got a TRAS? I can't remember if you do. No, see, I've got a TR8, and I've got obviously I've got the 08 and the 09, and then about a dozen i've got about a dozen drum machines and when i so i've got the r8 the the eight and then when the 8s came out i just convinced myself that oh, you know there's nothing on the 8s that i kind of really wanted or missed from the eight because that's not what the eight does for me and blah 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 blah, yeah. blah and then i saw this and so now i just I just want an ATS now. So I think that's <laughs> yeah. it's basically exactly like I said, people that are sat on the fence. I just convinced myself I didn't need it. But having looked at this, exactly as you said, really, it's like all the best bits of the Electron combined with all the best bits of the Roland way. And um, you know my view. I've got a couple of Electron drum machines and they're fine, but I still, I always say I just I can't get my head around. Yeah, uh, do you uh, ever use them? Whereas having the parameter locks and the way that the, the the Roland way of doing it, I think would work for me. So, um, and they they do sound great. They do they do sound yeah. They good. they're not bad at all. So I'm very much the I've sat on the fence, and so I think I may, I think this as an update, just kind of has pushed me over. To be fair. So, oh, um, okay. So we. Uh, yeah. Well, if your internet bubble wasn't so bad, I encourage you to perform a live purchase just so that we could kind of ha have the frisk on. But <laughs> I don't want you to compromise your connection in any way. <laughs> I'd be gone if I did that. <laughs> uh, Charles, yeah. I mean the the thing about I mean you do you see any of this kind of stuff showing up in your live? You know, I mean obviously not at the moment, but when you've been doing live stuff, are people using because the TRAS allow you can you can sample? Uh, I think you can. Have an 180 second single sample so you can use it for triggering like bvs and stereo mm -hmm. business and all of that kind of stuff are you seeing people using moving to or have you seen people moving towards that sort of thing or is it very much in the box for not, most people yeah not for live uh, um uh the on with omd they were always using those um 
what are they called? The, the SPDs, the Boss SPDs, mm. Um, mm. which are SPDX, quite yeah. ancient. Yeah. Or yeah, they quite ancient, but you know, but they they're solid, you know, and they they work fine. Yeah. Um, uh, with Howard, it's mostly stuff out of Ableton, um, yeah. or um, the logic one. Uh, I forgot what it's Main called. Stage. Main stage. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as drum machines go, I only have one drum machine. I've got the um, the drum brute, the drum brute uh, impact, okay. which oh, is, yeah, okay. which I, which I love. I think it's great. Uh, it's got the little FM synthesizer on it, but it's nothing like this though. This is, this, this actually has made me think about getting one finally, getting a, a TR8S. Well, uh, I, I, I would, I, I must say, I would put the case forward for, I mean, although you don't get the FM stuff, I would put the case forward for uh, looking at an MC707. I mean, mm. our review will be out soon, but I have to say it's okay. almost the best machine of that nature that I've come across. And it's I'm very superb. impatient with that stuff. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's a yeah. tease, isn't it? Should yeah, we do really, that as a tease, yeah. guys? Should we say that's a tease? <laughs> it was I think a bit that's of a tease. A, yeah, it was a bit of a tease. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Actually, we got a bunch of stuff yeah. coming out. I should mention, as well as the Moog thing, uh, we've got a big um, look at Studio Persona Studio 5 version 1. Uh, sorry, Studio 1 version 5 coming up. Right. That's on Tuesday next week. Uh, it's like 40 minutes long, but it's not in any way full of fluff. I mean, there's a it's solid content. <laughs> it's really good stuff. Excellent. And we'll be posting that on YouTube. I think it's a Facebook Live thing as well, or Premiere. We're doing Premieres on those. And Personas will be in the chat room to check those out. I mean, I'll put links in the show note for that sort of stuff. But, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I, th I think it's really interesting the way that things are moving. And it feels like there's there's some kind of momentum happening with what Roland are doing. And it's going to be very interesting, mm -hmm. I think, what happens in the future. One. But, yeah, TRAS, big update, and the FM Voices. Center. In fact, Luke Pop has done, as ever, he's got the massive 40-minute video with everything you want to know about it, which kind of makes a... And then, and then they get in touch and say, do you want to review it? And you go, well... Yeah, I suppose, but <laughs> someone else has just done it. Anyway, I, I won't say I don't begrudge Blue Pop his work. He does great stuff, great, great work. Actually, he's a brilliant uh, YouTuber. Um, so, um, well, let's let's jump in and let's do our uh, our competition. I think it's time for that. So we'll start off with our little f uh, a word from our friends over at uh, Isotope. From the mind of composer and electronic music pioneer BT. In collaboration with Isotope, Stutter Edit 2 brings movement to your mix, faster and with more versatility than ever before. Stutter Edit 2 lets you slice audio into razor-sharp rhythms and moving effects, creating exciting new rhythmic worlds within your music. Instantly recreate the famous stutter effect in your samples, sound design, and beyond, all with a single button. Control a vast array of studio quality effects, all linked to the timing of your stutter edit, making it easy to add filter sweeps, panning effects, pumping dynamics, and more. Stutter Edit 2 is the fastest and most exciting way to dynamically elevate your music productions, sound design, film scoring, and more. Head to isotope.com to download a free 10-day trial, and check out our other Creative Suite products too. 
Yes, indeed. I would thoroughly recommend that. As ever, there's plenty of demos for their stuff. In fact, uh, we've got a competition. If you want to win a copy of Stutter Edit 2, uh, courtesy of BT and Isotope, uh, we're looking for the hashtag audio inspiration, the hashtag Stutter Edit 2, to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. That's a Twitter competition. If you enter there, uh, we do a kind of random pick from all of the, the tweets that feature those hashtags. So the hashtag audio inspiration, one word, the hashtag Stutter Edit 2, to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. will get you entered into the competition. And we have a winner from the last show, not last week, but last show. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Jeffrey Derry, uh, I guess it's Mr. I guess most Mr.s are Jeffreys, but I could be wrong. Uh, step forward, please, because your uh, tweet was picked by the supercomputer. Uh, well, i.e. me and a random number generator. Um, thank you very much for entering. So, if you get in touch at Jeff underscore Derry, uh, then we will be able to uh, get you a copy of Isotope's Stutter Edit. Two. So, yes, do check that out. Right. Um, I just wanted to point out, actually, I missed it. Um, uh, I, and I, I, I enabled, um, uh, I enabled uh, super stickers some time ago in the chat room, which is apparently just a way people can kind of put funky little stickers. And a couple of people have actually done it, which is right. So you could, uh, and I'm not trying to pimp for cash, but I appreciate you guys, uh, those of you who have actually put a, a super sticker in the chat room, because it, all adds to the revenue yeah. of the channel, and in these times, yeah, Show things are going to be changing. Some love, people. Th yeah, things are going to be changing <laughs> here as well. We got to think about it. But you know, anyway, nothing big's going to change. Don't worry about it. I suppose that was a bit crass of me to mention. But thank you, Wagyu, and thank you for uh, uh, thank you. Who's the other person? David Ramirez for uh, for for going for the super stickers. Right. Um. So, uh, mm -hmm. what was next? Um. <sighs> Spitfire, what do we want to do? Spitfire official, uh, uh, Spitfire originals, or Imogen Heap long form jams, which I threw in at the last minute. They're both short. We can do both. Yeah, we'll do them both. Okay, well let's go. Uh, Spitfire originals, originals. So um, the Spitfire Labs, which basically you know for free, kind of little kind of packaged sample collections, quite basic but just with atmosphere. Apparently, the, uh, the soft piano they did is the world's most downloaded piano. And now they've introduced these originals, which are kind of much more um, uh, expanded uh, sample packs, or, or certainly expanded for like low cost, like 29 euros, 29 bucks. Well, that's a nice short video. I guess I, I didn't have to say I won't play it all, uh, but I can now go to. Uh, so here, basically, they all are here, and it's just an interesting idea. Because so, I mean, they've got gigs and gigs and gigs and gigs of things. So we got uh, there's the soft piano, which is a is a really lovely piano actually. Epic strings, cinematic percussion. They're starting to bring out all these little ones, and it and it's actually a really good way because. To be honest, these big sample library companies, usually if you buy something of theirs, it's like gigs and gigs of downloads. You know, it's it's a kind of major commitment and you might only want a specific sound. This seems like quite a smart idea. I'm going to come to you first, Ty, because I know you're a massive consumer of sample libraries and you probably have a lot of this stuff already. I don't know if it's original or whether it's part of larger collections or whether these are unique ones in themselves. You might be able to shed some light on that. Well the piano one is an original one. That I mean, it was based on the the. It's a really old library that they then released for Labs. That was originally a, I can't remember what it was called, but years ago Spitfire did it. Then they released it for Labs, um, just because it was quite basic, but it was beautiful. And then all they've done is they've got the piano, taken it down to air, and completely redid it with a um, more articulations and uh, more velocity layers, and obviously done it air and more mic positions, and. Uh, but a lot of the libraries, like the, the winds and the strings or whatever, they're essentially, they're based on the bigger libraries. Um, 
but they've cut down the articulations and the mic positions. But, you know, kind of bearing in mind Spitfire make a big thing of those, essentially those two things. It's all about the amount of velocity layers, the articulations, and the, the mic positions. And they're the three main um, areas that, that they kind of push. And all it's, it makes perfect sense because the lab stuff, the lab stuff is gorgeous, but obviously it, it is limited in terms of all three of those things. And then the professional libraries, which cost, you know, hundreds, they have all the articulations, all the mic positions, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I think the fact that they're kind of now coming in going, well, it's not free, but it's not 400 quid. It's now 29 pounds. And you get most of the articulations you want, and you'll get most of the mic positions you want, and you get the velocity layers you want. I think it's a, I mean, for 29 for twenty nine pounds, it's they're amazing. They're really amazing libraries, and I think I think we need to put things in perspective here because and, and I again, it's my normal bit of the show where I come across as an old fart that's been there, and um, but you know I remember going down to down to Soho House where we not Soho House that's um, what was it Sound Sound was it Sound House so yeah Soho Sound House slash Turnkey yeah. Soho, Turnkey. And I remember going down there and the only place, this was the only place you could buy sample libraries. And, you know, you'd sit there and you'd have to spend a hundred quid on a, on a CD library for an Akai that had hardly any sounds on it whatsoever. And here we are paying, you know, kind of 29 pounds for a library, which is however many gig, two gig, three gig, whatever it is. Um, and, we kind of never had it so good in terms of choice. You either pay nothing, you pay £29, or you pay a few hundred for the full thing. But having that option is fantastic. And they're great libraries, you know. I mean, I, I don't want to sit here, I don't want to come across as a Spitfire fanboy, but they're, they're, they just do the best libraries. They're just, you know... Right, interesting. So. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Charles, I, I don't know how much uh, library stuff you use, but it's the sort of, I, I must admit, I mean, I did download a couple of the labs things, but again, you know, I've just got a limited hard drive laptop here, and I don't spend a lot of time um, <laughs> clearing off my hard drive, and I just haven't got room for sample libraries. Yeah. And then if I put it on an external one, <coughs> I've never got the, you know, it, I, I just, it's just not something I do, but I did try the labs one, and they did sound really, really quite nice. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, unlike Ty, I'm willing to admit that I am a Spitfire uh, fanboy, <laughs> and uh, um, I absolutely love everything. I've got the Eric Whitaker Choir, I've got you know Albion, I've got London um, Contemporary, Contemporary Orchestra or Cinematic Orchestra, LCO, whatever that is, and uh, I, I've got I've got a bunch of their stuff. I love all of it. There's nothing I don't like that they make, and right. uh, so I just I I just got this. I, I haven't. You know, played with it yet though but i did download it today there's an interesting um, story there is an interesting story about it isn't it it was, it was somewhere from somewhere in uh north of the south of the scottish border apparently somewhere and they and they found it they because they, they couldn't remember where the original soft piano came from and they 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 shipped it down to air to to uh to sample it it's well, a great story isn't it um isn't it the same piano that christian's had in his studio Oh, I well, thought that, it was I the same piano. All oh, right, yes, maybe well, that's where he is. He's up, up there, so maybe it is. Sorry, I, I misrepresented yeah. that. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't know. I, I, I could be wrong. Could I be could wrong. be wrong. Yeah. But I, I thought it was, I thought it was his piano that, um, that they did. But you know, maybe I, I, I think, don't really know for sure. 
I think there's there's something about you know kind of exactly like Chicky. I mean, I you know okay, yeah, I will admit it. I I am a bit of a fanboy, and I've I've got I've got every, I think I've basically got everything they've ever made. Well, actually, that's no, I lied. That I, they have I have got everything they've ever made, and there's a reason <laughs> for it, though, and it's because there's a line when you're doing sample libraries, and we all know this. Um, because back in the day, I think we've all made our own sample libraries to one to to some extent or the other. Uh, there's a thin line between libraries being precise and being very exact, and being very. Uh, it means that every single note and every single sample is perfect in inverted commas. And then there's the other extreme where everything there's a, a kind of an emotional level where it's slightly imperfect and it's not quite there, and there's getting that balance between the two. And some libraries go one way and some libraries go the other way. I mean, it's like all the Pendle Poacher stuff and whatever. I love all of Pendle stuff. And it's very much down that imperfect way. And then you get the VSL libraries where, you know, kind of the precision is is amazing, but it's very a kind of perfect, you know, kind of Vienna kind of sound. And the thing is, Spitfire have this, for me, a kind of perfect balance of it's not perfect, and it sounds very emotional and there's a human right. quality and getting that balance is what makes their libraries sound. Oh, oh, interesting. Like libraries interesting. Yeah. I know Gaz, I mean, you're not a big sample library guy like me. I mean, you know, more sort of, you know, we're, neither of us are big on software. So, I mean, I suppose this is, but that, that's an interesting point, isn't it? The sort of emot- the, the emotive quality of, of sample libraries. Oh yeah. And yeah. And as Ty said, I think that, that uh, the Spitfire stuff um, and my limited experience is mostly down to the free labs stuff uh, it, it is fantastic. And speaking about the labs, you know, I think it's it shows a very uh, you know I think it shows that they're a very dynamic company um, who have been able to kind of you know by 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 making those things available uh, and like well and. Is, so soft piano is the most popular piano. Well, that's what they say. I mean, it's a, it's a marketer's so, dream, isn't it? The world's most downloaded <laughs> piano has just been updated. You right. know, I mean, they're not quite, but yeah. they're very keen on that statement. And it must, I mean, I guess it's true, you know, fair enough. But I mean, I think it's really good that they've kind of, you know, have kind of identified that, that you know, like that, like a 29 pound dollar or whatever price point, uh, which I think was probably pioneered by Waves, if I'm not mistaken. Quite possibly, yeah. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that, that that price point seems to be, you know, like a like a sensible idea. And rather than overwhelming yourself with this enormous library of options, having specific instruments that are just beautiful, I think it's uh, I think it's a really clever idea. Just incidentally, though, the um, the Disting EX, the Super Disting EX Plus that I've got here. That comes pre-installed with all of the labs. Um, oh yes, that's right. Yeah, because it'll play it'll play well. the multi-sample stuff. Oh yeah, so yeah, you get you could get yeah. soft piano in your modular. <laughs> I, I, I did it. I've, I've, I've played around with it already, and uh, you know, um, so as a starting point for sort of manipulating it through all the other stuff is uh, is super exciting. Um, Excellent. Excellent. Um, yeah. I wanted to point out in the chat room, uh, Rocky67 via uh, via uh, the uh, Twitch actually said, don't forget, they also do pianobook.co.uk, which is oh, a kind uh, of, 
is an interesting yeah. well, for people to who make their own sample sets, which are. I mean, I think they're pianos. There's probably a number of different. They're, they're not all. Uh, they're not all pianos. They're not all pianos. But you can. You. Can, I think they're. It's free. You just join, and or mostly free. Am I correct? Or it's. It's a sample. No, they're free. They're, they're free. free. Yeah. They're, that's where. Yeah, that's worth checking out because you can download samples. I don't know if they're in contact or whatever. I haven't actually checked it out much, but piano book, you know, people are always uploading pianos because they might have something unusual and go, I've sampled my grandma's creaky out of tune one that just has a certain something. And, you know, you can get all of that stuff uh, from piano book, which is well worth checking out as well. So, I mean, I know we uh, we did talk about Spitfire a, a few weeks back where the, the debacle of the competition, of the soundtrack competition, not everybody gets it right every time, but, you know, we could gloss <laughs> over that. There are some things that you can, uh, you, you know, the, if the intent generally is there, I suppose we can... Uh, but that was, oh, but we, you see, I wasn't here that week when we had that. I'm glad I wasn't here because that would have been my perfect Tom Studio rant. That was nothing to do with Spitfire. <laughs> that was nothing to do with Spitfire getting on. That was just bloody idiots who have no idea about the way the business works. They have no idea about the reality of the world of writing to picture. And they thought they did, and they don't. And they just shut the hell up because they don't have a clue. It wasn't the fault of Spitfire. <laughs> well, anyway. we, we're not going to go back there. There were, there were other factors. <laughs> I, I suggest you go back and watch the, ep the episode. I forget which number it is, but there were some other factors in there that that could have been managed better, shall we say. But anyway, I'm not going to go there. Um, really interesting thing. You know, we were talking about the future of live. And one of the things that I came across, I wrote a story about it, actually, because uh, Imogen Heap uh, has been, what she's been doing, obviously, during this time, she she tours. She's also got a couple of uh, things going on which are uh, require funding. So the digital passport idea, which is the idea that uh, every artist gets a sort of digital presence and they can the metadata will reflect what they contributed to any particular piece of music and they can get attributed and paid and, and get work through it and tracked because it's very hard to find out who played the bass on some random MP3 that you downloaded from the internet, you know. So this the idea is that all of this stuff becomes available. It's like a sort of IMDB attached to digital media. So really, yeah. I, I did an interview with her and she talks a bit more about it and probably makes it much better than I do. But sh what she's been doing is uh, she's been doing these kind of sessions, uh, which, are, I mean sometimes bi-weekly so you know there's just her doing her looping total improvisation at her piano she uses the piano bar which inputs the midi to her and her gloves let's see what she's going to do i'll just play a little bit of I really have to say I won't play it all because it's literally six hours long, six hours. Uh, that particular one. So she's been doing, I mean, these epics. So it's, it's a, what's really interesting about this is she's just basically so talented that she can sit there and fill six hours with engaging and interesting content in a very charming and kind of demure and British kind of way. So it's not showbiz at all, but it's totally engaging i mean the first time i watched it i probably did watch four hours of it and that's why i wrote a story because i just thought this is potentially the future of some revenue stream for artists so what she's doing is she she's got a uh, uh, uh a gofundme i forget where the links are I'll, I'll, I'll put the link to the story in it's called so you can you can basically donate say a uh, hundred quid and she'll uh, do a shout out. She'll dedicate one of her tunes because she'll do some of her songs. So if you make a request for one of her songs, she'll do it and dedicate it to you. But you can also, for like 500 quid, you could say, can you do a cover of, I don't know, insert song, and she'll do that. And, you know, we'll cover the song 
and pre- perform that. And there's just, as well as all these continuous kind of fives and tenors, and it's, it's an amazing, really interesting to watch. And the dynamics of it is fascinating because it's like, because you're there with her and she's engaging real time, it's not. It's not like a performance. It's like being there. And it's the closest thing I came to sort of feeling like I was in the room with her. And I just thought it was absolutely masterfully done. And this could be, you know, if you're... Because you can imagine, you know, if you're on tour, you, you could be playing five, six, you know, or whatever gigs a week. So this would easily... You could just do one of these a week and you could generate, you know, a revenue. You could actually create... Maybe YouTube's not the best way for it, but whatever. They're all... It just gets the juices flowing in many ways and Charles I see you're Nicky you're, you're nodding away there kind of and it's really oh, yeah. I just found this absolutely fa- I mean I'm presuming you're looking at this and you know because of your live performance stuff you're thinking maybe this is going to work and introduce some of that into yeah. what you're going to do and quite right too you know yeah yeah absolutely um the trick for me is all is just the technical aspect of it but uh <laughs> but uh that's why I talk to you later about this but <laughs> no problem but, uh, yeah but the um yeah, I think this is this is great. I, I watched quite a bit of her of her performance on that one, and I was I was really taken with it. And, and it's it's in some ways, I guess, because it is very intimate. That's one of the things I really loved about it more than just watching a live show. You know, it was, I mean, it was a live show, but it was more yeah. than just going to a show. You know, it was like it. I felt like I was right there in her room, and you know, I, I loved it. I think it's a great format and. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, because she'll read the comment and then maybe introduce her reply to a question in musical mm-hmm. form to some sort of improvised thing she's doing at the moment, which is, you know, I mean, you've got to be able to do that. Otherwise, uh, it's going to sound crap. But I mean, nonetheless, it's just a great idea. I know, yeah. Gaz, I mean, this 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 just totally floated my boat. And I can imagine it's the sort of thing yeah. that you really kind of do. I mean, it's it's really Definitely. compelling stuff. Yeah, and I think it. Uh, I mean, I I, re- I can relate from my own little dabblings with my own little show in a way that uh, she's very natural and very comfortable doing that, um, and therefore just taking you know taking time to build up things and and actually well I mean she she's using vast swathes of time, um, but I found from when I've been doing my own little things that. Uh, that that providing that i guess that you're um engaging enough with the audience uh it shows that people perhaps you know quite like a longer form mm. uh, approach uh because i was you know i was a little bit worried with some of the shows i was doing that they were overrunning and going quite long but um but the overwhelming response i had to that was no no it's fine it's fine people kind of like it you know because it's not like everybody's necessarily rooted to watching what you're doing you know on the yeah. edge of the seats you know they'll be off doing their own thing and it's just there in the background or whatever um so yeah i mean gosh i mean imogen is an incredible talent though so i mean she's definitely got that on her side but uh i i i am going to try and do more building kind of projects and stuff myself uh which, which will take more time um and i guess it's the thing maybe people can just to tune out and then 
tune back in a few hours later well, and see I how think I think the thing is, is what you doing. could do, like if you're building something, say if you're actually doing something and there's a lot of information in there that actually people might find useful, refer. if you go back, because you can use the YouTube chapters uh, feature where you just put the time code in and it'll basically put markers on the timeline right. and you just go, oh yeah, this is where I talk about whatever it is, and you can click and you put that, I mean, it takes a bit of time. Obviously, if you're doing six hours, it's going to take you a while, but... You know that definitely. I, I'm. Um, uh, in the, I, I forget where who was just someone just said, said in the chat room that you know yes with a, a, a fan base as big as Imogen's, which is quite big. It's not like mega mega big. You know it makes it a lot easier. Mm. Yes, I mean if you've got no fan base and no followers, it's obviously going to be difficult. I know Ty. I mean I suspect you could probably pull this off as well. I've seen you improvise. You know you if you ever find oh, that you're kind of desperate for a few quid, you know you could probably get something going. We could help you. You know we could we could hook you up with a marketing consultant to increase your social media followers. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> well, no, I, think, I think what's great is you've, I think everyone's touched on all the things that make this so great is the fact that as a personality, she has that, that uh, kind of personality, which is incredibly endearing. And you're on side from the very first minute where, I mean, in that particular one that you showed, she, you know, do you remember when she, she knocks over a glass of water and so has to disappear and clear it up while, while she's all being filmed and uh, yeah. everything goes wrong and uh, her, her glove isn't working and this isn't right. And you're watching all this unfold of basically, it's essentially mm-hmm. the really endearing kind of, it, it comes across as an endearing kind of incompetence of making it all work. And yet you know that <laughs> really? she's, she's on the ball and absolutely knows exactly what's needs to be It's kind of like the Sonic to. Talk pre-show, only, uh, only more endearing. Yeah, <laughs> And then you watch, you watch, and as you say, I mean, the talent is is immense mm. and obvious, and it just draws you in, and you want to watch it go right, and you also she laughs at herself when it goes wrong, and it's very, it's very personal, but the thing that really makes it is the fact that you know a lot of the people that watch this, the people who do and are part of the gear fraternity and the recording and. What the, my dream is whenever you can watch a making of documentary about artists that you know and love. I mean, that for me is heaven. The, you want to know when you want the, how they made it, how they wrote it. And that is fascinating. And here you have it on a plate. You're watching her just come up with these ideas. And you know that out of those six hours, I mean, she was joking at the end going, well, we've got, you know, a couple of albums worth of material. You know the reality is there may be, couple of ideas that she came up with in those six hours that may make it along the line. But how great will it be that you can sit when her next album you comes were there, out, yeah. sit there going, well, I actually watched that, you know, kind of materialize. And mm-hmm. that kind of thing for me is it's, it's special. And it's forming that kind of special relationship with the viewer that she has in, in bags. And there are, there are a few artists and, and performers that can do that. And at the same time, we all know there are plenty of performers and artists that if you turn around and went, okay, can we film you messing around, essentially messing around for six hours, they wouldn't, they would not have a clue. I mean, you know, for joking aside, when you said that, you know, it's the kind of thing I could do, the thought if you, someone put a, a, a camera on me and said, okay, mess around for six hours, It'd be, it's fine because that's just what I, I do. That's how I work. Whereas for some people, messing around for six hours does literally involve just sitting there on a 
piano grid drawing in notes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then it yeah, is, well, I know, it, I do, I because do, there's that, uh, what's the um, uh, fact mag that do t uh, a track in 10 minutes or whatever it oh is? Oh, my God, some of those are and, and, some of, and that's only half an hour, and they're really, some of, well, some of them are great, and some of them are just yeah. like, oh, God, that's, that's so boring. You've hit the nail on the head. Some of them, there's a level of musicality in those, which is, which is fantastic, and you can see the talent and see the spontaneity and see the thought process. And then they're the complete antithesis of that, where it is literally just like, go and watch the toaster. You know, it's, it's more <laughs> exciting. And, you know, and what's great about her is the fact that you, you sit and you watch, and even as you said, even if you dip into it and go away, you want to come back and pick up from where she's been, you know. Um, yeah. Great. I'd love to see more artists doing this kind of thing. I mean, I know for a fact that Midge is, is doing something which isn't quite like this, but he's a, 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 there's a similar vibe from something that he's going to be setting up. And exactly the same, sitting watching, uh, you know, someone of that kind of calibre just do their stuff. Yeah, is, that's, it, it's, it's great to watch. It's great it's to watch. It's fascinating. I tell you one thing that what what it really seems to have in common. I mean, as well as the innate talent, it's the fact that her workflow is so nailed because she uses her gloves live. She uses Ableton yeah. live live. She the only thing that she's introducing into this that is different is probably the chat room and yeah. a camera. This is kind of essentially what she does live. Although she might have prepared stuff with songs. Yeah. This is her kind of, you know, she's so fluent in it, and it really leans itself well to Looper. I've, 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 mon I've mentioned uh, this guy Mark Rebier, who is, I think, brilliant. I mean, very, very different flavour of stuff, but also <laughs> yeah. incredible. I mean, it's just like this outpouring of, of, uh, of, of high energy looping and, and, and just sort of frenetic stuff. But when you watch people do that sort of thing and they can do it live. It really helps, whereas it, it, it's, it seems to link more to the live musician than perhaps the studio musician. The studio musician is, is sorted because they can still make product, they can still sell product. They can't tour it necessarily. But if you think about their live musicians, this could be a really good um, well, paradigm and model for them to kind at, of... Can I tell you... Sorry. Look at what's, can, can happening, in the, look what's happening in the, gaming, in the gaming world, though. You know, this has been going on for a long games, time. Yeah. And very long, and for very long streams too. And... In the gaming world, tipping people is just really normal. I mean, it's been lush to see all the action in the chat room today. I know, God, look, yeah, this just people uh, are kind of. This really, is awesome. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. But I mean, it's it is absolutely it is absolutely completely normal in game land, you know, um, and sort of uh, and as I say, the long form, long form as well. So quite interesting that why why you know that that absolutely should apply to music it is interesting isn't it because i suppose lots of these people will be playing games and they'll recognize what that what you know the environments these gamers are in but they just can't actually do it and maybe they you know so there's a compulsion it's really clever sorry ty you were going to come back in there. i was only going to say the one thing that makes a difference with this kind of um setup uh, the, for me the most important thing with the whole Thing is two very linked things. One, the people who do it and do it well don't take themselves too seriously. And honestly, it's the ability to laugh at yourself. If you're gonna if you're gonna have the guts to sit there and open yourself up to sit and improvise and mess for hours on end, you have to have the ability to laugh at yourself. 
yeah. and they're the ones that will work because you you take you take the audience on your side and when things go wrong and things mess up i mean one of the great examples i mean there's a singer songwriter called rufus wainwright who i absolutely yeah. adore and i've seen rufus wainwright loads of times and he treads this thin line between being incredibly endearing because things go wrong constantly and you screaming at him going for god's sake just rehearse more and the, <laughs> he treads this thin line because he's always forgetting stuff and he's always playing the wrong thing and he's always stopping the songs and okay, okay go stop, 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 start again and but it's so endearing because he's laughing at himself and people go on side with him. And this is a perfect example. If you're going to sit a, a camera in front of you, laughing at yourself in life generally, I think is the most important yeah. thing in the world. But I think when it comes yeah. to things like this, if you can laugh at yourself, you're halfway there. That's a very, yeah, that's, and that feels like a, a very poignant and a great subject to end on and a great Not a bad title on. right there, too. Not a bad, what, sorry, just. Not what, a bad what, title. If you can laugh at yourself, then you're halfway there. Yeah, a bit long, unfortunately. Yeah, a bit long, but bit I don't. Long. Um, I'll, I'll see if you can laugh at. Yeah, I'll see if I can fit that in. It's quite hard. To, I, I'm. I'm technical constraints. You see, this is the thing. The other thing I was going to say is, if you've only got a half hour slot, then you've got to do. You've got to fill it with the things that. You know, you've got to rehearse to fill it up. Whereas if you can go as long as you want, then you can do whatever you like. Where And that's a perfect example. That would be a great show title, but it would be too long because of yeah. the technical constraints. Uh, but nice. But I, at the moment, I've got Ira Era, which I quite like. Just Ira, it's... I like that. That's really good. Was that you, Was that you, Gaz? I think that was that, Ira that was, Era. Yes. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, okay. Hey, oh, Gaz gets the title. Yeah. Hey. Actually, what, yeah. I should, what, what I should do is like auction the. Uh, if I was going to get really crass, <laughs> I should auction the show, the show title to uh, to our listeners <laughs> and then credit them. No, that that that's going too far. That's going too far. Uh, but, but I will say thank you, every thank you so much in the chat room. There's been quite a lot of people mm. uh, doing the super stickers mm. thing. That's really awesome. I, I honestly, I felt yeah. I feel a little bit blushy because it's sort of. Asking for that sort of thing, or even bringing it to notice, feels like I'm trying to do a sales job. But uh, it's very much appreciated, and um, yeah, fantastic. Mm. But we should probably cut things uh, back now to uh, to go because I, every part of me is sticky now. That's a good show title as well, actually. <laughs> but I don't think I will use that. Yeah, wrong kind of show. Uh, but oh. um, we should probably we should probably wrap things up a little bit. Thank you so much for watching. I want to say, don't forget if you want to see the uh, the Moog uh, live Q and A tomorrow at seven pm. Uh, we'll be there uh, August thirteenth, seven pm UK. This is a live stream. Hopefully, uh, it will be all technically sorted. I've got a rough idea of how it's going to work. Uh, but yeah, do join us for that tomorrow. Uh, and uh, yes, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, Charles, thank you so much for joining us and, and mopping yourself down so you remain presentable. Uh, it's, it's, I'm sure, and it's so hot. I, I mean, opening the windows isn't going to make any difference, really, is it? You need to know. No, it's just hot, just going to have hot air flow inside. That's the top only. top <laughs> tip, folks. For if you're very hot wrists under a tap or in a in a basin of water because you've got so much yeah. blood near the surface there it will you could feel it moving around and it cools you down very very quickly if you didn't oh. already know that so it's i think that's it's a good idea 
It's what idea. it's what uh, um, they use in the desert if there's a bucket of water. Though the bucket of water's got to be pretty hot, I imagine. But at the at the local oasis, yeah. perhaps. But Charles, thank you so much yeah. for joining us, and I look forward Gladly. to talking to you more about uh, that about your live stuff. That sounds very interesting. Yes. And also, yes. Mr. Ty Unwin, thank you. People have been saying it's, it's not me that your image quality has been better this week because you haven't got a really busy really? load of synths behind you. Because you've got this sort well, of plain white studio, background. <laughs> this, the studio is, just so you know, is empty. So there's a big story, but yes, the story of the studio is empty. There's nothing in the studio. So I'm now going to go down and sit in the air-conditioned empty room and uh, <laughs> do anything, to be fair, other than yeah. be hot. Yeah. So <laughs> sit, uh, sit next to the air-conditioner. I, yes, I, exactly. I'm, I'm in my mind. I'm, uh, I'm assuming uh, kind of uh, a discreet level of clothing during that process, but uh, I, I won't dwell on it too you much. You can think whatever you like in your mind, Nick. You keep your desire to yourself. That's fine. This isn't the time and place. <laughs> uh, Ty, thank you so much for joining us as well, and of Great course, Mr. Gaz Williams. Also, uh, pleasure to have you. Uh, and you, you look, you actually look pretty dry. If I may say so, there's not much moist going on in this image. Oh my God. Nick, we stopped it. We stopped it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. It's the heat. I don't know what's come over me. <laughs> Literally. Uh, thank you. Yeah, so, um, just uh, just another little reminder. So, if if anyone wants to uh, join me later, at eight PM UK time, I'm going to be sort of. Um, puzzling my way through these new things i realize i've got one hp left empty on my rack now <laughs> the gaz williams uh, show but that's what you need to look for right yeah oh yeah but i mean there's, there's been all this chat going on and people saying cooking with gaz that's, oh, quite good, isn't it? that's a good ah, idea you could get one. sponsorship yeah. from camping gaz couldn't yeah. you and I think oh I've god got again a, i think i've got to pay for <laughs> I think I've got to pay five dollars for that you to use that name though. <laughs> <laughs> that seems uh, very reasonable. That seems very reasonable. Uh, Gaz, lovely to have you. Lovely to have all of you. In fact, thank you so much for joining Yay. us on this very hot day. I uh, appreciate it. So you can all mm. go off and uh, towel yourselves down. Uh, we'll see you all next week. Thank you very much for watching. Let's pray for thunder. Bye bye now. See you later. Bye.